Welcome to the Rise of the Beauty CEO. I'm Jessica, your host, an excellent owner, a multiple six-figure business. I take you through the life cycle of buying, growing, and selling a beauty business today. I talk about real strategies to grow your business, helping you remove the overwhelm, bring you to a place of excitement for the balance of your business and your life. We talk about the real issues we go through as we step into the role of being the beauty CEO with strategies to build the foundations, moving you from full-time employee to full-time CEO and everything in between. Sit down, grab a coffee, grab a pen and paper, and let's get you inspired. Hey, I just wanted to have a little chat with you. Are you frustrated about where to focus your time in growing your business? Dreaming about being able to work on the business instead of in the business? Gosh, I don't know how many times I heard that saying while I was deep in my salon. I get it. I was there and I was able to move from employee to CEO. I've now developed a roadmap for you, which shows you the exact steps I took to grow the business and finally step away. I've made it super simple and easy to follow. It's called the Foundation Roadmap. It takes the confusion out of where to start and it sets you on the path of growing your business to be able to be a client magnet on autopilot. All you need to do is go to jessicakidner.net forward slash roadmap and download your copy today. Hello, welcome to today's episode. I am super pumped because today we are talking Instagram. Yep, I love me some Instagram. And I would love to know if you clicked on this episode first because it had the word Instagram in it. If you did, you have to DM me and tell me because you're an Instagram sister. And if you aren't following me, you can follow me at Jessica underscore Kidna underscore beauty CEO. If it's too hard, just go to my website. You can click on the link and it will take you straight there. But I wanted to talk about Instagram today because most of us have it. We, we use it either personally, we have it for our business, but a lot of people are not using Instagram inside their salon-based business or their beauty business correctly. Well, I don't think it's correct anyway. Um, most of the time, they're just posting random pictures up of back of heads, of hands, of eyebrows, and there's just no strategy behind it. Now, I've talked about this on my blog over on my website, but I am going to be talking about it again over here on the podcast where I used to have my Instagram account for the salon. I didn't have one for a very long time because I was scared of it. I was petrified. And my staff said to me, hey, you really need to get on Instagram. This is how you do it. And they showed it to me. But I had times where I would run the Instagram account, didn't know what I was doing, was not interested, had too many things on my plate. I didn't see the value in it to start off with. Um, i had had my staff do it as well. And I also dabbled in having it maintained by a Instagram company that actually did it for salons as well. But what I learned from that is if you do not have a strategy inside your business within your marketing system, which I have talked about in previous episodes. Um, so if you don't know what I'm talking about, you can go and check them out. But if you don't have a marketing system set up with strategy, with how Instagram is going to work for your business, it is a complete waste of time. Now, I've been studying the platform for a while. I've joined, I have been soaking up everything I can. I've even joined masterminds at like $70 a month learning about Instagram and just trying to see what people are doing on there that I might not already know. And the sad fact is that I actually did know. I just wasn't implementing it myself because I was scared. I was caught up in fear. I had, you know, real life, looking after the kids, running a business, and I just didn't know 
where it fit in my own strategy until I took the time to really start focusing on it. I had my email set up, I had other things set up, and it was time for me to focus on Instagram. So I'm here today to help you understand where it fits in to your business. Now, I was chatting with one of my mentoring clients and I actually asked her if she had done a course on social media because I had seen that she was posting on Instagram. I saw what kind of content she was sharing on Instagram and I could just see it needed a few little tweaks. So she said she had done a course and she didn't find it very helpful. Of course, I wanted to know more. So I asked her what it was that the course was about and she said it was mainly about checking the insights and how to post and how to use the actual um, app itself, which is great. We can all figure that out. It's pretty intuitive, you know, pressing buttons here and there. We can figure out how to use it. But what was missing from this course that she did was actually an in-person course was strategy. She needed to know not how to post, but she needed to know what to post. So we had a little chat. I gave her a tip about what, how I think she should change her posts or how she should word her posts. And the next day I noticed she implemented it. She got more engagement and she even got two more bookings that morning from one post. And that wasn't a boosted post. That was just one post that didn't have any salesy language, just the correct message for her client. So let me get stuck into my tips. My first tip is what is your game plan? Posting random photos on your social media is not going to get people falling in love with your business. Having the same photo of back of heads, fringes, eyebrows, nails with nothing else on your feed is boring. You have to stop doing it. I've seen people out there saying that that's what the beauty industry needs. They don't. People are people. If you want people to stop and scroll, like stop scrolling to look at your stuff, you cannot have image after image of just back of heads or nails unless you want other nail techs following you or other hairdressers following you. You don't want that. You want clients. You want to you engage with people. You want people to stop and read what you've got to say. You want them to connect with you through a story or through education. You do not want photo after photo of the same sort of thing. It's not going to scroll. You're not going to get people interacting with you and it's not going to drive people to book in with you. So there are a few key elements to put together a killer strategy. And one of them is knowing your target audience. So I know you may have heard this before, but a target audience isn't everybody. It is not a woman in her 20s to 30s. I'm talking about getting really in depth with who your ideal client is. And the best way to do that, I would suggest, is think about your most favorite client that you love dealing with, you love serving. And really start thinking about who that person is. What does she do for a living? What does she do on the weekends? What kind of clothing does she wear? What kind of magazines does she read? What co- what's her favorite color? Like trying to figure out who she is because all of that is going to tie into your content strategies of what you share on your social media. Um, in my Canva course that I had last year, um, which actually is still around, you can go and get that on my website if you like. <laughs> but we talk about having buckets of content. And this is where those buckets of content come in. When you know your ideal customer, you know what they want to talk about. You know what they want to share. You know, posting up a picture of a beautiful outfit with a perfect nail color combo to go with it. Things like that. Stuff that is going to stop that scroll and get that ideal customer, that one that you want to speak to, looking at your Instagram feed 
and wanting to convert into a customer. Step number two, interact with other accounts. This was actually something I was petrified to do when I had my business, and that was commenting on other people's accounts, local businesses around the area, liking their photo, making a comment. Because what's happening is, again, when you know who your ideal customer is, you know where she's shopping, you know the accounts that she's following. So for instance, as an example, we had a local cafe around the corner, great coffee, great food, great customer service, and their customers were my ideal customers. So I would comment on their feed. I would share photos of my coffee that I picked up that day and tag them. And then they would reshare that, that image with my business name on there. Things like that. That is talking and connecting with people because social media is all about connecting with real, authentic people and you being authentic and you being of interest of other people that they want to be able to click on that comment and go, oh. I didn't know there was a sell on blah, 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 and really starting to be, become a part of that community. So that is not an invitation to go out and start spamming all the accounts that you can find in your suburb or in your state. This is about focusing in on your ideal client and then knowing where they are and really having a connection. You know, it only needs to be 10, 15 minutes a day, but really taking the time to interact with your followers and interact with businesses around you. Another really important um, point to make is comments. The amount of times that I've seen on beauty businesses or on any business in particular, people that comment and ask questions on their feed and then no one replies to them. Again, this is going back into interacting with your customer and being there and knowing that you're a real person. If someone comments on your photo, you need to be commenting back to them. You need to be interacting with them and making them feel important because they are important. Even if it's what color is this polish, tag them and reply back and thank them for commenting. You've heard me talk about email marketing and how it grew my business and now you're wanting to get started but feeling a little bit lost. Did you know that the probability of selling to an existing customer is up to 60% more opposed to a new customer that is only 5 to 20% chance of buying from you? That is why I focus most of my time serving the clients I already had and selling to them more often. You might ask how. I created a mini course on the exact strategy I used to make $5,000 extra in two days from the clients that I already had and I used this strategy over and over again. Whether you're brand new to email marketing or you've been sending emails but you just haven't set up a strategy to sell, this course takes you through setting up a promotion and then making the offer to your clients creating a funnel to use anytime you want to drive sales to your current clients and then working your new clients through. Head over to jessicakidner.net forward slash email funnel to grab the course today. Number three, this is a really important tip and I really want you to listen. So make sure you're dropping whatever you're doing right now and listen to this. Number three, don't use professional jargon language. What does that mean? Yes, you are a professional in your industry, but your customer is not, your followers are not. And using big language about ingredients or biology or layers of the skin, if they're too complicated, people are not going to pay attention. You need to talk to your audience like they're your best friend, making a real connection with them and helping them with their problems. Telling them about a product that will remove free radicals isn't going to excite them to make a purchase. What the hell is a free radical is what they're thinking. You need to be a little bit more, 
you know, friendly, a bit more casual with your conversation. Yes, we want to educate them and yes, we want to show them what we've got, but we have to do it at a level that most people would understand. You are going to have one or two people in there that know all the stuff, they've read all the blogs, they've done all the research, but the majority of people are not going to know what jargon language is. So just have a look over your feed, look at the words that you're using and trying to remove them as much as possible. Now, number four, sleazy sales. Oh my goodness. Of course, we want to make sales, but we don't want to get caught up in the hard sell. Instagram is about being social, not selling, and being a bit social. And a big part of being social is attracting your dream clients, not pushing them away. And if you're posting picture after picture, book in now, book in now, book in now, they are not interested. You need to change it up. You need to offer them value. You need to offer them entertainment, education. Think of those key things when you're trying to write out your captions and give, 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 and then ask for the sale. Don't continually post things asking for bookings, asking them to buy. You have to use Instagram as a handshake when it comes to the relationship between your followers and your business. It is not a hard sales tactic. It's about, again, being social, being friendly, building that relationship up with people. Once they get over to your website, then you can strategize a little bit more with your sales and your marketing. But social media is about friendliness and connection. Number five, people forget to tell people who they are. They just post picture after picture of nails and of hair and of products, but we forget that we want to connect with people, that people buy from people. People build relationships with you, whether that's the selling owner or the team. So every nine posts, there should be a photo of you or your team. We want to connect as a business owner. We want to connect as a team to our followers. And the amount of times I've gone over to a salon or a business and scrolled and scrolled and scrolled, trying to find who is the owner. You can put your name in the bio and really start to connect with people again. And I hope you're getting the point that it's all about being social. There's no secret. There's no secret strategy. That is the secret strategy. Being social, being friendly, being a real person and interacting Yes, your business is a business and you might have a business name and a logo and all the rest of it. But at the end of the day, people will buy from people and they want to know your story. My business had my face on it. I was there on the website. I wasn't in the salon. I wasn't servicing customers, but I was showing people that I am the owner of this business. I've grown this business and these staff members are learning from me as the owner and I've got my clients back when they come in. So I really wanted to make that connection that they could build trust with me. If I walked in the door during the day, they knew that that was me, that was Jessica, because they had seen my face on my Instagram account, on my website, and in my email as well. I would send photos all the time of staff and myself and my family. So it was really about connecting. And my last tip is have fun with it. The strategy and the cool photos and all the captions can be really, really stressful. And if you're not having fun with it, then don't be, have it a part of your business. Like you don't have to do things that you don't want to do. And if you don't want to do Instagram, don't do it. Figure out a different way. If your people that your ideal customer isn't on Instagram, they're on Facebook, go over to Facebook. If they're in their emails, go to email, but do not do anything 
that you do not want to do because that is when you start to hate what you're doing. Instagram should only be one key area in your, in your marketing strategy altogether. It has a place to filter clients from social media into your business. But at the end of the day, it should be easy, it should be fun, and it should not be stressful, okay? We put a lot of pressure on ourselves, especially in this industry, to look a certain way, to have the perfect feed, have the perfect colors, the perfect font. And at the end of the day, it is not that important because it's the message that you're putting out from your business that is the most important. So with that, take these tips, apply them to your business, have fun with it. And remember that Instagram is just one key element in your whole marketing strategy. If you're not enjoying it, step back, take a breather, don't post for a little while. But if you, uh, when you're ready, you come in, you have a strategy, you post three times a week, you change up your captions, you have fun with it, experiment, see what converts the best. And remember that it is just nine little squares. Don't get too caught up in it. Social media should not be your only form of marketing. And with that, I hope you found these tips helpful for you and your business. And I'll catch up with you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you really love this episode and really believe in the cause of the rise of the beauty CEO, you know how important reviews are. I would love it if you left a review, letting other people know that they should be listening to the rise of the beauty CEO to help them with their business journey, their personal life and their mindset. Have a beautiful day and I'll speak to you soon.